That was that kind of chap in the bath, isn't it? It overflowed, and you go, go on, fucking, I'm on something here. Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down. Where we're going, you won't need to bring your frown. I'm constantly inspired by my podcast guests. So, as you know, each week I take 10 minutes to reflect and share some of my own insights after speaking to brilliant founders who have joined me over the past three years and sparked a thought that would go on to impact my way of working and thinking. These light bulb moments are brought to you thanks to Dell Technologies, who believe in shining a light on the most inspiring moments in all of our lives. From the moment I sat down with Keith, I didn't stop laughing. His wisdom, humour and heartwarming story of how he never gave up was just such a joy to hear. However, what I wanted to share with you is the light bulb moment that Keith had himself and it really sparked the most magnificent journey, the one that created Abel and Cole. I remember doing a careers sort of thing at school and they said I should be an architect. And I remember thinking, what a load of bollocks. I don't want to be an architect. And I remember thinking, oh, I think that Richard Branson fellow's got it right. So I sort of liked the idea of doing my own thing. I think that was clear quite early on. But I think, you know, I'm not going to lie and say that I had this absolute passion for organic vegetables Mm -hmm. and this was going to be my life Mm -hmm. and I dedicated myself to that. It's just because it's not true. The reality of how it happened is we were selling, as I say, truckfuls of potatoes and a farmer came along to me called Bernard Govier and he said, do you want to sell some organic potatoes? And I said, all potatoes are organic. This is 1989, so it's not anyone's buzzword at this point. And he said, well, why don't you ask the farmer you're getting them from what chemicals he uses on them? So I used to regularly go down to this farm in Kent and I said can you show me what chemicals you use? And he pulled back this door of this enormous shed and there were a lot of skull and crossbones around. And so I was quite fascinated by the fact that Bernie was able to grow without these chemicals. And then it just became a fabulous sales line because you go out, you see, I was still selling on the door and you said, do you want the ones with chemicals or without? Yeah. And you'd explain on the doorstep how organic farming worked. You know, one gets the fuel off petrochemicals on the top of it. The other one gets it from the soil. Which do you want? And funnily enough, everyone asked for that. And I'll never forget, this is absolutely not a word of a lie. On the first day I went out with that sales pitch, we sold about 100 bags of organic spuds. We got back at the end of the day. We called them an OX, organic 10-pound bag of potatoes, in our little book. Paul turned around to me and said, by the way, what price did you sell them for? I said, I didn't mention a price. So the only question we were ever asked before is, how much are they? Yeah. And no one asked. They just said, oh, well, I'll try those. So yeah. that was then, the, that was that kind of, that chap in the bath, isn't it? It overflows and you go, God, oh, fucking, I'm on something here. Yeah. Then, you know, the customers sort of got a bit bored of eating potatoes, I think. And they said, you know, can you get any other organic veg? And Bernard said, I'll throw a whole load in a box for you. I can't quite believe it. This episode is the very last in my Lightbulb Moment series. Each interview, I take away sparks of pure genius, and I'm honoured that I get to hear these firsthand. So I round off this series with one lesson one man learnt from a potato and what this teaches us. I think the two most common questions I have is around what business to start 
and how to scale an existing company. And I know why, because these are enormously huge questions. They can sort of stop us in our tracks. But I always ask people to stop putting that sort of blocker in front of themselves, that it's the same pressure as asking when and if and should you have a baby. They're not helpful questions and can stop thoughts even before they start. I believe the essence of your business or the directions you should take your business dream are all around you already. Your future is with you. You just sort of don't realise it. And you know I am right, but only when you start the journey or build the new areas of your business, because it's easy to see, but only when you look backwards. Take Not in the High Street, for instance. It was created thanks to having my business, your local fair, where I would host events with amazing small businesses under the town hall roof. I knew this was not the future, so I changed the leaky roofs to the internet and hosted what could be viewed as a -a 24-hour-a-day fair there. And the rest, I suppose, is history. So many businesses and dreams are started thanks to founders having everything they need around them already. And I would be as bold to say you do too. It might not be your job, but it could be in your personal life. But I bet you the new revenue streams or the new venture, they are ripe for the picking and they are right in front of you. Take Jo Malone, for instance. She had the ability with fragrance, didn't she? With an amazing nose and was making potions as a side hobby and storing them in her bath. Of course, she had to become Jo Malone, who we know today. Or Anushka Dukas, who made a pair of cufflinks for her mum to give the fishermen that supplied her. She loved jewellery and had that talent. She started Links of London, thanks to these fishbone cufflinks. Bobby Brown was a makeup artist and just couldn't find the perfect colours, so she started blending them. And now at 60, she's on to her second cosmetics business, Jones Road. Johnny Bowden was obsessed, wasn't he, with shoes of parents who would come and pick up his friends from school. It was that eye for detail and passion for fashion which led him to be in his business dream successfully for decades. Henry Dimbleby loved hamburgers. Too much, actually. And so he and his friend John decided to create a healthy fast food joint in Lyon. Tamara Lohan and her husband loved getting out of town and having a moment away. They realised how hard it was, though, to find great places and then created Mr and Mrs Smith, which is now a worldwide luxury travel agent. And then there was Pip Murray, who was a marathon runner and didn't want to put a peanut butter with palm oil into her system and so invented Pippinut, the solution to her problem. You see, these folks had what they needed around them to have their light bulb moments. They looked for the signs and the universe and what it was telling them. And yes, I do believe in this. I also believe in the fact that we are always solving the problems in our lives with existing services and products. These thoughts normally start with, if only so-and-so did it like this, or why can't I find X, Y, Z? These are those moments I want you to pay attention to. The signs that are there if you only listen. 
Keith wasn't expecting potatoes to be the start of his business and openly admits he didn't have a dying passion for them. But by saying yes to someone who was flogging organic spuds, he created the famous Abel and Coal. He was in a place to accept this gift and because he allowed that moment to gain traction, to be curious with where it could take him, he opened up the world of opportunity. Who would have thought this unsuspecting, everyday potato would be his light bulb moment? I wonder what yours will be. Now, before you go, what I hadn't told you is that this is one of 10 very special Lightbulb Moment episodes brought to you by Dell Technologies. Lightbulb Moments happen to us each and every day of life, where we discover learnings, hear stories that inspire us, or witness things that trigger sudden, enlightening thoughts that change our lives forever. And that's why I'll be welcoming 10 incredible female founders from Dell's Women's Entrepreneur Network, otherwise known as DWEN, into the safe space to share their personal lightbulb moments. I really do believe that by sharing the tales of our brightest moments, we have the ability to build, grow and empower a female community of entrepreneurs, becoming stronger than we could ever have imagined. This week, Charlotte Mellier, founder of Dazzle and Fizz, will be sharing her very own light bulb moment. Enjoy. My light bulb moment came, as many do, in the greatest time of darkness for our business. It was March 2020, and the day that Boris announced that we were to work from home. As an events business, this seemed pretty apocalyptic at the time. I felt like everything was coming crashing down around me. After an initial outburst of emotion, I realized that I had to put my startup hat on and get scrappy. I asked myself, what do we have and what could we do in this new world to still bring some money in? We knew we could entertain children. Since children's parties were out of the question, the only option seemed to be to go online. We started by hosting live events on Zoom, Facebook, YouTube and Instagram to see what worked online and what didn't. We were relentless, hosting six sessions per day, every day, in order to collect valuable data. It was during this heavy period of trial and error that my light bulb moment happened. We were hosting a storytelling session for around 15 children. Amongst the attendees was a fantastic young woman who had joined us from the Children's Trust in Tadworth. This young woman had profound and multiple learning disabilities, meaning that she had no speech, very limited movement, and was tube-fed. Despite her very many challenges, this amazing young woman joined in the full session, smiling throughout and interacting with the host and the other children with the help of her carers. This was when I realised how democratising online entertainment can be. Without any physical, logistical or financial barriers to stop this young woman attending our class, she was free to learn, laugh and play with her contemporaries. It was this realisation that began the two-year journey to launch our inclusive extracurricular app, the Dazzle and Fizz Club. Since March 2020, we've also delivered numerous online and hybrid events for clients, including PayPal, Meta and Little Troopers, British military children. This move online has changed our whole business for the better and we are so excited for the future of the Dazzle and Fizz Club app. A big thank you to Dell Technologies who have bought us this light bulb series. I hope you enjoyed this light bulb moment. To listen to my whole conversation with Keith Abel, founder of Abel & Cole, or any of the past founders, search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcasts. And if this episode has helped you on your journey, I'd be so grateful if you might 
rate and review to help us reach even more people. Go on. If you've never done it before, it's super simple and it will help me so much. 